Okay, we're here for episode, uh, shoot, the next episode of the podcast, uh, we're going to talk about episodes uh, 21 and 22 of Shaman King. I am here with Jock, as I have been waiting for him to interrupt me this entire five seconds. This is awkward. What? Jock, stop. Jock. Jock. The man left me. I didn't leave you. Ah! Okay, we, we are alive. Uh, uh, if you didn't hear that, actually speaking of which, I don't think I, I think I did something that I meant I didn't do something that I meant to do, which is release episode the last week's uh, podcast. I'm a bad person. Let me uh, while, while I get that sorted. I just want to emphasize that you'd be nothing without me, as proven by this lack of conversation. I'm gonna mute Jock here. I'm gonna see who's <laughs> off, who, who's useless. <laughs> We're gonna see who's useless. <laughs> Crap. Uh. Wow. I really don't know what happened here. I thought I had that podcast episode, but I don't. Must have been chocolate. Yeah, it was chocolate. Love. Never mind. Oh boy. Okay, so that was already released on on YouTube, but it has not been released elsewhere yet. So I'm gonna fix that later today. Uh, yeah. But I guess with that, we're gonna be talking about episodes uh 21 and 22 of Shaman King. I guess I'll check on statistics. I don't think much has changed. I'd be surprised if it did. So we'll take care of that real quick before we move on. Cause I didn't do it last week. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are missing that. What? I was very disappointed that you didn't do it last week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were disappointed. I highly doubt they were disappointed. A better man would have done it. A better man. Unfortunately. Okay. Um. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you guys. We're not coming back. This is the very <laughs> last. Jock ruined it. <laughs> Oh, I did ruin it. <laughs> uh, see here. It looks like a lot of uh, traffic is coming from something called pod nodes, but I don't know. The second highest traffic we're getting is from Google Chrome. I don't know how. I don't understand where Google Chrome. I mean, I, I do release it on Microsoft, on like Soar on Google, but I don't know if they're listening it through the Google Chrome. If they are, hi people using Google Chrome. I'm very shocked they're using that. Hi, Google uh, Chrome. Got some people from Google Bot. I don't know what that's from. Um, Stitcher releasing us everywhere else that were that I had no control over. Um, Spotify. Um, that's also next. Next, it's a it's a low amount of people are listening from here apparently. Uh, again, we're having a lot of South American people listening to us. Thank you again for watch, well, listening to a couple of people rambling about anime. Uh, nothing you else for sense. next like an hour. What? You make it sound so sexy. I'm not gonna knock anybody's kink if that's if they get off on that. That's. Thanks a lot, guys, for you know wasting your time listening to my anime rambling. Okay, I guess with that we're gonna go on to episode twenty-one. Why don't you just use the description of like the uh, video description to like link to better better podcasts? I think that'd be against the table's terms of service on uh on on Twitch. 
or or like instructions on how to like uninstall or something you know that's what i mean like if you're gonna do that you might as well just go all out right okay we're gonna start with episode 21 we're gonna do something a little bit different here um in the who notes that my love? what who taught you how to love nobody uh we're going to episode 21 well, that's just rude episode 21 <laughs> we're going to do something a little bit different here and i'm going to read off the uh little description they have for episode 21 that's going to be a little bit different this is going to at least help us i guess have a little bit of something to say here while also going to a summary so uh, episode 21 iron maiden maiden gene at least I can't pronounce her name. Uh, pretty much Yoga becomes cocky over his new powers, claiming he will defeat the Iceman team with one attack. During the match, Yoga reveals his and the Myanmar's powers have evolved enough to create a giant oversoul named Spirit of Sword. I did not know what that was in the... Okay, that's... Thank you, Wikipedia, for spoilers. However, he finds his tiring... He finds his tiring and Faust reveals his, his new trust towards his mates after Anna helped him meet the spirit of Elizabeth. That's actually a good explanation of what actually happened in this entire episode. That was probably a lot better organized than I would have ever had. What are you going to say? You did find out that it was Spirit of Sword. They reveal it, I think, this episode or the next episode. I was going to say, I mean, the, 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 what, 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 I, what I was saying is that that was a good overview. I was just, oh. I was just, I was just poking fun at the, at the thing. Because if someone had read this and didn't watch the episode first, this would have been a spoiler. Oh, yeah. This entire thing would have been a spoiler. I was just saying thank you, spoilers, but um, yeah, that's a good overview. Uh, I guess here we can start dissecting a little bit in this episode. Um, I want to bring up something that didn't bring up here that Jock also brings up here. The Bose brothers drop by. We also find out the uh, their dream was to be uh, a musician monks. Uh, I don't know why. I feel like I already knew that, but I, maybe maybe not because he hasn't dropped that information here. Uh, I was going to bring up that uh, something I didn't bring up was that uh, their song Chimmy Chimmy Morio. Uh, there's actually an MP3 of that song. I actually have it on an old MP3 player that I don't use anymore. That's awesome. So I actually have this song somewhere in my belongings. And I only <laughs> I only remember this because I used to listen to this song a lot going to college. I rode the Metro around here, so I, I had some, I had to do something where I was like riding the Metro for going to college, so this was actually on my list of songs. I don't listen to that list of songs anymore, but when I listened to this, I did not know that it came from Shaman King, because I always wonder where this song came from. So I, I now know um, where the song came from. It always did kind of bug me that I had this song, and I always thought it came from another show, but it came from Bleach. So thank you, Shaman King. You actually somehow invaded my MP3 playlist years after the fact. Um... We also find out a little bit more backstory on the Bose Brothers, which I don't think you bring up here from the looks of it, no. Um, I mean, this is a secret. They meet Hal when Hal is, like, listen to me, like, five years old. I put on, they had a meeting with a younger Hal that immediately had them join them. Uh, it was such a comic relief, like, opening that I wasn't sure if I really cared. Like, they were like... I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's still kind of canon that... Hey, that's... do you want to join our group? Yeah! And that's how we join their group. And they're like, oh, that's it? And they're like, yeah! And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like... Well, they're so, they're so like, one-off antagonists that it, I get I can understand where he came from with that, but I decided because Hal was involved in it, and Hal's the main baddie for it, for all we know right now, so, I mean, Hal was in it, I thought it was important to write it down, so. That was my, um... 
that was my take take a note from that. Um, this actually my next note actually kind of rolls right into your next note here. Um, they after that entire whatever that was, uh, Ryu takes his Oracle Bell to see who's actually up in the uh, the next the next fight. Lyserg shows up, and this brings us to Lyserg and Marco with Iron Maiden Jane. I think Jock has something to say about Iron Maiden Jane, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, pretty much, it's round one is versus them versus the Niles. With I'm glad you wrote these down because I did write them down, but I'm glad you wrote these down here. Um, mm-hmm. the, the team Niles is is a is comprised of three people: uh, Anato, the Pharaoh. Uh, Hoffrey, who I believe is yeah, he's he's the embalmer, the Anubis guy, and then we also have the pyramid dude. I think Nocket. I know at first before we, because they were all wearing masks. At first, I thought they were going to be dark skinned. I think the only person that was dark skinned was like, and it was kind of fairly an argument there was the guy wearing the pharaoh mask. Um, I think that I don't. I don't know. I feel like most Egyptian people are dark skin, not black, but just dark skin. It's kind of weird that they decided not to go that route with them. Oh, I see. So you're the one that gets to decide if someone's black or not. I'm not gonna assume black because I don't want to be wrong. I'm that's just, why I I'm said. That's why I didn't say black. They were just dark skinned. I want to confirm that you're the one that gets to decide if someone. No, black. I'm not the one that decides this. I would just say it for my own safety here, so I don't. So I don't get. Uh, I don't get a hit, a hit of hate comments. I'm oh, not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not inviting that. I just. I, I'm not going crazy here or nothing. I just. It seemed like for a minute, and don't get me wrong. Seemed like for a minute, maybe you were deciding who could be black. No. Okay. Okay. Then we'll forget about it. I just. You sounded like you were saying that in fact the person was not black, and I was just curious if that's what you really meant or not. You know. Uh, continuing on, we noticed that apparently are almost lining up with mine. Um, <laughs> uh, we're here, you say last week, we just a dominating and savage battle, easily defeating all opponents. I here say last week got the request of the Iron Maiden to feast the fake Egyptians. <laughs> oh boy, that's probably going to give me a lot of hurt, uh, a lot of pain, uh, a lot of hate for that, but that's what they were, fake Egyptians. <laughs> But uh, oh, the side of some of these Egyptian too. Dang it, we're gonna move on from this. Uh, look here, is he way seventeen? You're very confusing, sir. I'm very confused, and also very confusing. You know, we're just gonna move on. Uh, I like here that he says about a ton of a, a ton about justice and living with pain instead of refer, referencing how. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't think of it like you like a uh, shaman king blah blah. I'm not saying you're talking about there reversing referencing how, but it just when I when I read that, that's what I actually thought about immediately the moment you wrote that. If you could see his notes here, you would be laughing, guys. Like I'm serious. My commentary in the second episode was even worse. Oh dear. Um the threatens to kill his opponents but Khalid would rather not. I like to bring up here that um though I think I was wrong with this one. I thought at first that Lysurg was brainwashed because if you notice his eyes, they're like they were a different color for a, a large majority of that, especially at the scene where he was crying. Mm-hmm. I thought he might have been brainwashed, and I'm still actually on that train that he might have been brainwashed, but not in the way of like 
brainwashed control, more like brainwashed in, in influencing his decisions. But I guess it's still kind of control. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. So, something about what he was doing didn't make a lot of didn't seem like one hundred percent Lysark, but I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, Lysark is about to kill um the guys because he's he already kind of finished their fight. He literally broke all their intermediary their intermediaries for um using shaman powers, and um as he's about to kill them, his spirit stops the pendulum from hitting them. Uh, which is the first instance of his spirit doing its um doing what he wants to do versus doing what the um shaman wants him to do. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, don't know much more to say about that. I mean, um, after Lyser fails to kill the shamans, uh, Iron Maiden pretty much says, "I'm going to take care of it." And not that it was a secret that she was a girl, but we've. I mean, yeah. About the shaman part, though. I what? thought it was super interesting that um, the Lyserg, like, couldn't quite bring himself to kill him. Or the the spirit, I guess, couldn't quite bring him, herself to kill him. And Lyserg didn't have the, um, didn't have the force of will to make it happen either. I just thought that was super interesting that, like, they, they built that into the storyline. Well, um, it's just part of, like, that whole you brought up that Yol influences people. Like, Lyserg was already influenced. He Lyserg spent the yeah, entirety of... When he looks back at Yo in 724, he's like, sorry, Yo, and you see, like, tears in his eyes, and, like, he's really sorry. But the thing is, though, I don't know if that was really him or there or not, because that's what I was saying, his brain, the brainwashing thing, I'm still kind of confused about it. Because it seemed yeah, it like, to me, like he was brainwashed. Maybe, it sounds like maybe they brainwashed him more than anything, though. It was like, I don't know, it just seemed like he wasn't doing what his first choice was and they take him off to be punished which they make a big emphasis about too because they go back to that and say like you know what i mean that like they go back and emphasize that like he's going to be punished for what he did but i just thought it was really cool no that's a problem i, I just didn't really have much more to say about that i mean i all i care is i'm still stuck on if he's brainwashed or not but I, if he is i don't know what level of brainwashing he has um, Marco says that he did. He made sure that his education was thorough, which was also very weird wording on his part. Yeah, um, given that's what I mean, how brutal it was. Like that, they keep emphasizing all that. Like it just makes it sound like there's something really um severe going on there. And I just thought it was really interesting the way they built it. Then we come to the Iron Maiden, who apparently is guesses who they worship in this uh, cult. Uh, um, we see what she looks like, and I guess I'm gonna leave this one to Jock before I let him, I guess, do his spiel. Uh, I'm not that shocked that, I guess, my thing is that, yeah, she's underage, but at the same time, she doesn't have anything to show. So, as weird as it was, as weird as it was, I, I, I was like, uh, I was uncomfortable, not gonna lie, I was uncomfortable, but at the same time, it, it wasn't like, like, if she was, like, 18 and she had a full figure, like, that'd be, like, there'd be more to talk about there, but she wasn't. I mean, I, I feel like there's more to talk about because she was so underage. I mean, she was, like, totally, entirely, 100% underage, and it was really, really creepy that, like, that that's what they did with it, you know? They, like, they just forced an underage woman into this. Like, why did you have to bring underage woman into this? Like... 
it was creepy as hell. And, like, it's not made less creepy by the fact that you can't see anything. Because you can't see anything because it's covered in blood. Like, a blood-soaked chest is not, like, censorship. It's just creepier. No, what, what yeah. I was saying, like, she didn't have anything to show. I've seen, like, I've seen worse. Well, not worse. I've seen a lot more exposed. And I, I, I'm not saying that's an excuse for what they, they did here. I'm just saying that. I've known for a, for years apparently Shaman King was like risque to a point, but um, yeah, I, I will say this much: I, I'm surprised that up to this point, because I don't remember any of this happening in the original. I'm I am actually kind of not that shocked that four kids did what they did, but it kind of makes me wonder. I wonder how much of the original show they ended up changing because it's one of those things where like I know that people love Shaman King, and I'm starting to see why because they don't care. <laughs> I mean, if if Iron if the Iron Maiden is any is any proof of that, the creator just doesn't care. I, I don't know what else to I don't know what else to tell you. So like, I mean, I'm enjoying the fact that you know he's he there is no there is there's probably a line, but he hasn't crossed it yet. Um, and on this this particular episode, he probably almost got real close to it. I think he was probably like maybe uh, inches away from crossing the line. Um, so uh, I like I said before, like I was I was not comfortable. But at the same time, I, I like at least it was a, like a woman who was like in her in, in eighteen, and she 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 had she had more to show, because it's one of those things like the the way her hair was flowed flowing. That's how you kind of censor boobs, but she doesn't have any. So it's like it's really weird. You can almost say that if it wasn't for the fact that her name wasn't Jean and everybody kept calling her her, you could probably say that was a boy considering the art style choice in the show yeah you can almost like um and I, I well i will also point out too with with that like with Iron that iron maiden was the first hint that she wasn't but you know if you say so no what, what i'm saying is that this this guy's art style is uh there's another he's he's doing something else now i forgot the name of it ultra I forgot the name of it, but it's like um, the art style is very similar, and that that one you really you can barely tell male or female unless someone outright states he or she. But um, and this one is like I mean honestly yeah Iron Maiden, uh, but at the same time that doesn't really mean anything in anime because Iron Maiden you could put a dude in there and it's still to be the same thing. But we're gonna we're gonna move on. But I was like yeah uh, I guess. Beyond her looks, she's incredibly insane. Um, I actually, I think I say she's masochistic. Um, that's probably not the right word for her. But uh, her backstory, and it's very weird and almost Jesus-like, um, considering that they're a European, Anglo-Saxon. Uh, she wants to take on the world's problems, sins, everything like that, onto herself. And she put herself into a medieval torture device to take on all that pain. Uh... Also, not only that, her oversoul is a bunch of medieval torture devices. Uh, I didn't look up any of this stuff out because I only recognized one of them, and I'm pretty sure Jock probably would know more about these medieval torture devices than I would. Uh, not sure if he looked into this. If he did, I'm, I'll let him chime in right now. I didn't have a lot of um, time to, to look into it, but I did want to look into... Um, statue of Apagia, I think that is, or something like that. Um, which one? Which one? Which Iron one? The taxi you talking like, about? Iron Maiden was basically. Um, see the. 
the statue of Apagia, like, I think they're spelling it wrong. I think it's a... It's one of the, one of the execution things they use. Mm-hmm. Apagia of Nabis, also known as the um, Iron Apagia, was an ancient tor- torture device similar to the Iron Maiden. Um, it was a replica or duplicate of the real wife of Nabis and used to collect money. If they didn't give money, they were sent to deal with his wife, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was, the replica was dressed in expensive clothing with arms outstretched. If a drunken visitor hugged her, that triggered the arms to close. The arms, hands, and breasts were covered in iron nails. The arm was capable of crushing the body of its victim. He would control the machine through hidden devices until the victim agreed to pay a tribute or to the point of death. So it was like to torture someone by, like, it would hold them there. Like, I feel like I heard about that. But like, I heard about that one. I'd heard of the Iron Maiden, which is basically the same thing, except it's like a chamber that you go in. Yeah, I mean, everybody but, knows about Iron Maiden, but I feel like I've heard. I feel either I've not heard about it, but I've seen a reference of it. It, it seems familiar. Like I feel like I've like we said that about the about the about the body being spiked and everything like that, and it holds you down. I feel like I've seen something like that, not in real life, mind you, because I'm pretty sure that would not be uh, that would not be uh. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, kosher. Yeah, kosher. <laughs> but, um... It would not be giggity? Hmm? It wouldn't be giggity? Oh, dear. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> Why? Man, we already do lowbrow humor. Now you're just going to break it down below the lowbrow humor. What the heck, man? The lowest of below. Uh... I guess I guess is all you have to say on that. Um, I will say that um, one of my last lands here on my te- on my stuff is that um, this show got real dark real quick. Um, this show has a tendency to um subvert expectation. Uh, first we saw spirits get just shattered, and now we're just seeing bodies off camera, mind you, all the blood on screen just getting. This is probably the most death I've seen in this show up to this point in one episode. That's saying a lot. Uh, you want to see something? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you said, do I want to see something? Uh, I, think, I thought you had something to say, because I think you were about to say something before I stopped you. No, I'm good. Uh, okay. Um, you also bring up the X-Laws, represent the Ten Commandments. I kind of thought so, but I kind of wish that they went more into that. Um, but I mean, I guess we'll see because right now we only got a little bit of what they are and who they are and who whoever they, who 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 it is they're um they're serving. Um, I didn't recognize the spirit that she had with her either, so I don't know if that if that was just a made up name or something like that. Um, I think she's. They said she had a god class. Uh. Yeah, they, you say that right here. They have a god. She's a god class shaman. Yeah, they don't make it a hundred percent clear what that means, but they didn't identify her as one. I thought that was interesting that they they thought she might be a potential shaman king. Like they see that see her as a favorite, but yeah, to call her god class, I thought was pretty extreme. I think, I think she's one of the but few that really they've actually like, labeled as a god class. Like, hmm? What you say about her, like? The show getting really dark really fast. Like she does leave like three little blood stains on the ground, and you know, and Manta passes out and everything else, and it's all pretty traumatic for everybody involved. 
Well, I mainly bring up the fact that she's a little girl and she's doing all this stuff. I was like, this show got dark. Like, I, 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 I said this before when they had How kill somebody from the spirit, from, from like killing from their body and their spirit at the same time. I was like, that was dark, but it was like nowhere near this dark. Like, um, as I said before, the creator has, has like by this point in the show, the creator has marked it saying that things are gonna get much worse from here. <laughs> like, if you're not prepared for it, you probably should stop watching or reading because yeah. like. I feel like now he's set. He or she has set the stage for things to get much worse. Um, especially if there's death happening. It's like, okay, well that's um. Hmm. And also, you in li- before we move on to episode twenty-two, you saying Lassar not having the spirit. Uh, that's probably what's, what's going to set him apart from the uh the 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 blood drinking X laws at this point because they don't care. And this girl is already showing that she don't care either. Uh, we haven't seen her mad, which is odd considering how much retribution she is dealing out. But um, so I, I can only imagine she gets scarier when she gets upset. Uh, I had no confirmation of that, but I'm almost certain. She could also be sort of a glass cannon. I wasn't really sure where I stood with her. Um, she's certainly like flies off the handle a little bit and like lets out an enormous amount of power early on so i wonder if she can sustain that power or if she's just i'm like... pretty sure she can sustain it because based on her background she prayed to a deity in that world for enormous uh for a yoku to do what she's doing there um and so far everybody else is surprised at how much she actually has now that doesn't mean you know she won't tire out too quickly, but it's guaranteed that she has a lot more than than she let on. Pretty sure she's got more than Rin for sure. Um, how much she has compared to how is another story. Uh, but I'm guessing we'll see it at some point how much she has compared to how, considering that she's in that Iron Maiden 100 percent of the time, tells me that she's only ever they're probably only going to use her as a last resort. They're not going to let her just do what she wants to do. But, well, she um, kind of did exactly what she wanted to do this episode and didn't hang around to <laughs> Yeah. Um, dark show. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Not dark, but it's like, it's very... What, they, what they're what they doing here, what they're willing to do is kind of like... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That line is kind of like... They're really uh, getting close to it. But uh, I guess with that, we can move on to episode 22, which I didn't write a lot for, but you made up for it. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's problem. It's no problem. I only got like three lines here. So we'll see where my my fit within yours, but we'll... Episode what? 22. Uh, the ta- Dang it, Jock. Episode 22. We'll go, uh, I'll go anywhere with you is what the title episode is. And here, it's a very short excerpt. Uh, the X-Loss face Team Niles, a team of... What? I feel like I'm just rereading what you just set up here. <laughs> Let me go and actually see real quick if maybe... Maybe that's a typo on their end. That seems kind of weird. Let's go to Xiaomi camera real quick. 
do do do. I'm on episode twenty two. Oh, it's just reversed here. Okay, well that's odd. I guess everything happened in in, in one cohesive part. I guess that's what's good about releasing these episodes uh, two at a time. Uh, a huge arc kind of plays out within a couple of seconds of each other. Tell me, but, what do you mean? That's it's part of a good thing with these episodes because like we get like we get like uh, fights can typically end within two episodes, and we get a chance to watch the entire fight at once versus mm-hmm. you know watching one fight and then having to wait for another episode to come out. But um, Exilos Space Team Niles, Team Magician Shamans, but Lazar finds himself unable to murder murder them. Jane takes out the match, takes over the match, and kills her rivals with various instruments of torture, claiming herself as justice. Um, they bring up that she has an ego, and that is no uh, stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> she is very egomaniacal. I think it's probably a good word for her. <laughs> but she's nice about it. So I guess that makes up for it. She's got a cute face. I have no idea. Oh my god. Did you just say it's okay because she's cute? She has a cute face. You mean, like, cute like a 14-year-old girl? I don't know. I feel like it's a trap that I've set myself in, so we're just gonna gonna try to move on. huge-ass trap you just set yourself up, and I have never seen a trap of this magnitude, my, my friend. We're gonna move on from the trap. We're just gonna walk over it. Um, I'm really enjoying. I'm enjoying embracing the trap personally. No, please no. I don't want to embrace the trap, metaphorical or real. I don't want to embrace the trap. I don't know. It sounded like you kind of wanted to embrace the trap. No, I didn't. Um, You're like, man, that's one. I believe your word was cute. One cute trap you got there. Moving on. Uh, the first, <laughs> the first note you have here in the summary is the lull. Faust finds Monta and takes care of. Um. I have Foster cans the tail to Monta. Essentially, he faints in the last episode that I didn't bring attention to because Monta faints a lot in the series. Uh, I don't remember him fainting. I guess I remember him fainting at least one other time. It's become a gag that like he faints now and wakes up in front of Faust, I think. Yeah, I think it's what gonna... they're doing there, isn't there? <laughs> I think that's going to be a continued gag. I don't know if it's going to get boring or not, but we'll find out. But, um... Faust ends up telling Monta. Faust is like totally cool about it. Like he's not being a jerk at all. He's just like, oh hello. I think he just feels bad because he nearly he took a scalpel to 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 uh, Monta and nearly took out his organs. <laughs> yeah, you know that that tends to make people <laughs> somewhat awkward. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, was that you? I'm like, hello. <laughs> I didn't realize it was you. If I'd known it was you, I told. <laughs> Oh man, did you get better? Did you get your organs back? They get it gets bad like a razor or something like that to get him to write a <laughs> <laughs> But um he tells Mansa Mansa what what happened uh after like uh, after he fainted. Um pretty much he ends up um Mansa ends up becoming concerned because people are dying. He didn't realize that um, this was going to be what's happening at the Shaman King tournament. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting as much death as it was. And and it's only three people have died by this point. Um, we know Howe doesn't care about killing because he'll kill whatever. Uh, so we get two murderers. One doing it for um, self-gain. The other one doing it for justice. Yeah. I'm starting to see a pattern. <laughs> Um, yeah, they do seem they're big on their justice. I notice. 
Uh, see, you timestamp three forty-seven. Chocolate Love actually warns somebody that they could be a laughing stock. Huh? I didn't pick up I, on that. I, I think that's precious. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I actually didn't to, pick up on that. <laughs> it's rough when Chocolate Love one needs to warn you that you might become a laughing stock. You know. Well, I didn't really. I saw that line, but I didn't pick up on actually it being a a, a, a ironic statement to make. I found a good number of like, I don't know. I found a good number of like really light level puns mixed into this, where you couldn't tell if it was a real pun or not. And I thought that one was especially amusing, so I had to I had to mention it. I mentioned another one later about like with the ice people that I I had come across that I thought was pretty funny too. Uh. Ryu and Yo get ready for the next match. Yo seems very chill, doesn't mind fighting an empty stomach because he doesn't anticipate moving around much. Oh, that's what he meant. Okay. I was in the middle of writing stuff down and I I only got caught most some of what he said there. It's so offensive because he's like hanging around all these and they're like he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna win this one and they're like, Well, you're on a full stomach, that's not wise. And he's like, I don't think I'm gonna be moving around much. I mean look at the people I'm up against and everybody else is getting fairly pissed off at that point. Speaking of people getting just, pissed off at yo, um, it was a good gag. That's what I mean. Like it was a good gag. Like to have everybody around listening to this guy and like in, incredulity and like thinking what a dick, you know. I mean, yo hasn't been much of a like an arrogant a hole for most of the series, so it's kind of like ironic he's that he's doing it here. One. He's just he's just super. Con- he's like Goku. Like he's not arrogant. He's just realistic about his skills and really confident and it combines with him being sort of fearless in a way that's unfortunate for other people you know because it seems like maybe that's you know what i mean what he's going for but it's like actually not iceman profoxio's friends the battle sets up and um we have a we have three what appears to be uh i don't know where iceland like ireland are in um russia are set in the uh hemispheres i've forgotten you really don't know where iceland is I thought Iceland didn't exist. It's just off the shore of Canada, but it's uh, south of Greenland. So northern hemisphere people. Okay, we'll just we're gonna move on from from there. And I, like I actually knew that in reality, I probably did. It's like north. It's like north, like northeast off the shore of the U.S. Basically, the Iceland got it. Greenland got its name because it's a giant expanse of ice, and they wanted to encourage people to move there, so they they gave it the bad name Greenland. Iceland was the opposite. Iceland's beautiful, so they gave it the name Iceland so people wouldn't go there. They wanted it to themselves. That's, like, why those two countries have their name. Greenland is covered in ice, and Iceland is covered in green. I like to meet the people who made, the, made those names and punch them on the gut. If you don't know where Russia is, you need to have some serious thinking about your life. I already, have seri- I already have serious thinking about my life. We're just going to move on. <laughs> the entire north, northern section, pretty much, of the entire, like, Eur- Eurasian continent, like, is Russia. Like, if you go, if you jump over the ocean west of Alaska, you hit Russia, and you continue along Russia almost across the entire supercontinent. It's like, it might debatably the biggest country in the world. Ah, uh, Putin. But, uh, I see, like, Bao sets up with them, like, we got a Russian oversoul. Um, yeah. Russia is the largest country in the world by, by total area. 
in at 17 million square kilometers. Canada is the second with 9.9 million, and USA is the third largest by area with 9.8, and then China with 9.5. But like that being said, it approaches twice the size of the next largest continent. It's the I'm sorry, country. It's the largest country in the entire world by almost double the next largest. China was bigger, but I get maybe not. Um... China's number four. China's smaller than Canada and the U.S. Canada's larger than the U.S. One is Russia, two is Canada, three is USA, four is China. Five is probably Australia, I'm checking. No, five is Brazil, then Australia. Uh, the more you know! Uh, I wish I had that, uh... I wish I actually had that rainbow that I could put up there, or a rainbow sound effect. Uh... <laughs> But um, yeah, the more you know. But uh, we'll see. Rush, uh, Russian Oversoul. I can't pronounce this. Voidianoi, Vodlinoi. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep butchering here. We're gonna move on. Um, I kind of like watching them do it though. I, I'm here for the, I'm here for the disaster. Uh, and the control's name is Rhea. I'm gonna say that I don't think the Z is pronounced. I think it might be silent. Uh, she controls the moisture in there. Uh. Having that written down now makes me have a lot of jokes, but I'm not gonna make. So we're moving on to the next person, the Oversoul, uh, Oversoul, uh, Det, Dite, I, mm, butchering a name again. Uh, the Viking from Iceland, Runemaster, the Lost Eda mythology. Again, mythology from another country that I don't know anything about. Um, just like with the Russian. I honestly was surprised that there was actually some like lore in Russia that I didn't know about, but I mean, hey, more you know. Um, the the controller's name is Pino. He's Irish. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, no, script. I skipped over something. Yeah, I skipped. Over, I don't know how I went to Oversoul. They were Oversoul, but um, bad, but by the controller Pino, the Irish guy controls ice. Mistletoe Crook is an intermediary, and um. The, he brings up that he controls the goddess in the form of the crow, Rise, I believe is what he says. But that was actually kind of interesting. I don't know like, where in the mythology in, Iceland, in Ireland that actually is, but I, I mean, I hope that that's actually an appropriate representation of one of the lores over there. I wouldn't know because I'm not Irish. Um, that mistletoe crook was so interesting to me because the um, if you look on... Uh, the uh, movie uh, I can't even find it like what they mean by like a mistletoe like a mistletoe cane like doesn't come up with it like mistletoe crook if you do google image search doesn't come up with it I wonder if there's some other word for it that is like more common than calling it a mistletoe crook but basically if you look up Jack Frost in um, the popular TV series Rise of the Guardians um You'll see that his his weapon is basically a mistle, mistletoe crook, and I always wondered why that is. But now we have this crook that's being used by this guy as his channel, that, and I'm guessing that his um, Jack Frost was doing something that was like a rough hand mistletoe crook himself to meet with that mythology. But I'd love to know the origins of it. Now. Because another snow character with a crook as their weapon really makes me think that it's a thing. I just don't know what thing that is. I didn't have time enough to look for it before our podcast today, but I'm positive that we're on to something with that. 
Yes, yeah, so I'm just trying to look up stuff. I put in Mistletoe Crook Irish, but that didn't bring up anything but the Library of Congress. Uh, <laughs> I asked like the origin of Mistletoe Reef Santa Claus cookies. Uh, but I think it's the only thing that has anything to do with what we're asking for. I don't know if the mistletoe part is like a mistletoe, but then if once you're just down a crook, like it's not enough. Like Google won't even be able to tell the difference between like. Here's the thing. Uh, apparently, the mistletoes have something to do with druid ceremonies, and I think the druid ceremonies were actually mentioned by him specifically. I mean, the crook could be something that like holds up the mistletoe that you hang on. Like it could be the stick that you hang mistletoe on. Like, but. I just don't know. It's just like it's not enough for me. It wasn't enough for me to quickly get it. A lot of time to do more research than that. But I really think, given that Jack Frost uses it in uh, Rise of the Guardians as well, that there's something to it. That it's not just a coincidence. So I'd love to know more about it, but I just don't yet. It's funny how you say Jack Frost. I looked up, and I, I guess an, an earlier depiction of him. But it yeah. doesn't seem like he holds a jet. He doesn't seem like, from what I can tell, he has a crook at all on him. Are you talking about Jack Frost straight up or Jack Frost from Rise of the Guardians? Jack Frost straight up. Yeah, I think they added to him as like a little piece of mythology, but I don't I don't know why yeah. they added it. Like, Jack Frost is a personification of Frost, Ice, Snow, Sleet, Winter, and Freezing Cold. Very an old man winter. He was held responsible for frosty winter, nipping the fingers and toes in such weather, coloring foliage. From like patterns starting in the late nineteenth century literature, more developed characterization of Jack Frost depicted him as a sprite like character, sometimes appearing as a mis sinister mischievous maker or as a hero. Okay, I was wondering about the hero thing because in the Rise of Guardians he was supposed to be a hero, but I always thought it was weird because I thought Jack Frost was supposed to be some like you know, like a leprechaun. You know, he wasn't he wasn't exactly nice, but he wasn't exactly bad either. He seems like a troublemaker that a troublemaker that's not necessarily evil, and when they need a hero, he's picked, and he's like, why'd you pick me? I'm mostly a troublemaker. And then he kind of, like, turns from, like, turns from that into, like, a hero, to a reluctant hero, to a full-on hero over the course of the movie. Um, but his crook is what threw me off in this. I was just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it doesn't matter if it's her, the weapon of a hero or a villain. I don't think that's the deal. I don't think it's even necessarily a weapon. I think symbol of something mythological in that. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of the other stuff isn't necessarily a weapon either. Like Perhaps they them... do a deep-rooted in Irish mythology, but unless you know what you're looking for, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to find it. Yeah, I mean, it would take a long time. But it seemed really cool. Like, there's something there to be to look into for anybody that wants to leave us like a note or leave something in the comments or something like that. Because I think it'd be super interesting to figure out what they're onto. Whoever made this series did their homework. That's basically what you can say. Every single I guess one of Jack the Frost is Kane. They mention is from real mythology and everything. There's like so much real mythology just tucked in here, just in case anyone cares. Oh wow! I didn't notice this Kane here. That's interesting. What? No, I just saw this. I just, I just had to look at Jack Frost Kane, and that's when that that image is what popped up. Actually, what I would like to know of is Rise, that person. That's what I'm more interested in, actually. Um, shoot, uh, Irish. Because, huh, that's weird. All I'm getting is Rise of the Irish Studies in Europe. That's not what I'm looking for. Is that how you, is that how you spell her name? Oh, no, you said because of the Rise of the Guardians. Never mind. That wasn't, uh, it's 
What was the name of the spirit that he was using? I forgot her name. Who? Um, the guy with the the crook. It's in my notes. Pino. Was that the was the name of the spirit he was using? Uh, hang on. Is it Voidanoi or Bada? Or are those the other? I, I, I could just like I could just look solve my own question. Actually, just look at the anime episode. Sorry, I must That's have no problem. Them. I thought I wrote most of them over, but I, I think I it's Bada, B A D H. It's in my notes by Controller Pino. Oh, is this one okay? Uh, shoot. So, what but she doesn't have a crook or anything like that. She has a picture with her holding a sickle, but not like a crook or anything interesting. Like. So she is. She also. It also is here that she is seen as a curl in some. In some. Okay. And she can suck the heat out of things. So they're not like making anything up in the series. I never said they were. I was just wanted to look stuff up real quick. Uh, old Iris. So this is definitely Iris for sure. That's. <laughs> she's also a war goddess. I don't think they brought that up. Well, they're using her in battles. But so. that's true. I mean, but still, they probably could have brought that up. Uh, mm -hmm. She's known to cause fear and confusion among. So wow. This is a pretty bad lady. Good gracious. Yeah, you call her a lady. Make sure she gets respect. Oh, she's been compared to a banshee? That's interesting. And also has a sister. That's in more intriguing. Why is that? You thinking of dating him? No, no, no what, I'm, what I'm getting at is that he's using one of the goddesses. And so far, we've seen, it's been a recurring trend where sometimes uh, we'll, call, we'll come across a shaman with more than just one spirit. Yeah. And he didn't say that he was just using one either. And if she has sisters that we that they didn't show here, that makes me wonder. Uh I was trying to see if there's any like any like the, the closest thing is that sickle you brought up. So I'm almost certain that maybe that's what that is. <laughs> maybe it's just a scythe. Because you can't find any you can't find any other, you know Mr. Tilkrook doesn't give anything. I really think that it's just something that's not immediately available, but we could find out if we looked a little deeper or we were already familiar with this stuff. I think I guess. there's something to it. So like, Yo ends up, you know, antagonizing the Icemen. They all get upset because Yo's talking about taking them out with one strike, uh, which we get to get a glimpse of why he says that later on. Uh, with a giant spirit sword. <laughs> That I was not yeah, expecting to see. It. And he's like, oh, that's too much work. And he puts it back. And they're like, what? Because <laughs> they're like blown away by it. And then he's like, yeah, that's what I got. So it was too much work to keep it going. I was just kind of showing you and goofing off. And I guess what's like, also interesting, too, is that Rin alludes to... Rin has a sword, too, that he gets from his father that we forgot about, like, episodes ago. Like, that he's never used before. And Rin's talking about him. He may actually have to use it to, to fight Yo. 
which is cool that we're seeing growth in Ren saying that he's not just going to go out. He's just, he's going to go in there and try to battle Yo. He's going to be prepared to fight him. Mm-hmm. But if you wonder, I wonder like how much damage is going to happen. Those two end up fighting. All of it. He's not wrong. Um, <laughs> moving on from that, we we get to the next we get the next fight. You know, Yo's in his battle uniform. So is uh, Ryu. Ryu and Faust doesn't really change that much. And in his notes here, he brings up the fact that I didn't write this down because I'm a bad person. But uh, as the fight ha- uh, takes um, you know, starts, they all go for Faust because he's in the wheelchair. Um, usually, rule of war, go after the weakest link. Uh, Faust shows that he gave up his legs. I forgot exactly what he said them for. I think it was to was it to like I guess be with Elizabeth and or he something gave like that. Them to Elizabeth, she needed legs, so he gave him hers. Okay, he gave he gave he gave Elizabeth his legs, but took Frank and Weenie, uh, skeleton, and used them as his so feet. Hard to take comments in this seriously, isn't it? <laughs> All right, Frank and Weenie, you're gonna be my legs. Imagine that moment you're like sitting at home and you're like, "Shit, I need legs." What am I gonna do? I don't want to imagine that moment. Come here, puppy. <laughs> I don't want to be your legs. <laughs> You're gonna be my legs. Sometimes. The rest of the time, I'm gonna sit in a wheelchair Aww. with a bucket of blood. We also get a little bit of like a. We also get a little bit more story on Faust. What he's been doing. Um, he's now friends and gonna be Yo's bodyguard because uh, uh, Anna. This chick can be so cold-blooded sometimes, and this is just another example of it. She's taking advantage of his desire to be with his dead wife. Um, now some of that I, I believe she can do. Some of it I, I don't think she can, but we'll we'll see. I guess when things have to become have to you know become a, you know they have to be uh promises have to be you know fulfilled. So we'll Whoa. see. Was she talking? Are we still talking about the same thing? I'm not talking about Shaman King. I'm just, I'm just talking about like his wife, and he talked about like Anna promised him that she was gonna train him to be able to see her whenever he wanted. But I don't think that's possible because if that was possible, he would have already discovered a long time ago. Uh, that's not true. There's all sorts of things. I still don't think it's like I feel like all sorts of things. Characters in this series like learn unreasonably fast once they're exposed to the answer. Like think about how quickly Yo's learned literally anything. He's a main character. Yeah, I know, but he picks up things really fast. And then, uh, what about Lyserg? He learns some stuff in, like, what, a day? I guess I just don't know. I feel like she's, like, preying on his insecurity of wanting to be his wife. Mm-hmm. That's all she needed to do. But, um, we see that Faust is also gotten stronger. Uh, we also see his he has a new oversoul. Uh, his soul, the soul of his wife becomes this giant succubus thing. Now, um, her the name of the spirit, the name of the Oversoul is Mephisto. But I want to bring up something that uh, only fa- uh, fairy tale fans will notice. Um, this is a character called Mary Jane from that show, and she has magic abilities. And it's funny because her magic ability is called Oversoul, and she has a form that looks exactly like that. The only difference is that she's a lot curvier than she is. <laughs> So it's like an inside joke for those people, do you think? 
part of me wonders if Fairy Tale borrowed from it, and we're only just now finding out now. Yeah. Um, because I was seeing this, and I really it, a lot of things like once I discovered that she looks like her, I was like, and I started thinking about everything I knew about the show. I was like, no way, that is that is too much of a coincidence. It sounds like it's on purpose. It's just a matter of who's referencing. I was just like, oh my goodness, there's too many things. I'm just like, seriously? Why? I like the idea, but at the same time, I'm just like, why? But oh well, I mean, it, it's there. Um, also, I guess a funny little like thing you write down here is that, you know, it's revealed that Yo hired Faust for the Hot Springs. <laughs> so Faust is, indebted to, Faust is indebted to him now. <laughs> it's pretty funny when you think about it. And he's like, you offered me a job, I've got to be a good employee, so I have to protect Yo because he's my boss. I find it weird, I mean, you think about Faust being a necromancer, if they ever needed it, if they ever need more employees, Faust could just dig them up. I don't know if I want a dead person helping me at the, my hot spring vacation, but sure, if you say so. <laughs> They're shamans, they don't think about these things. When they need an employee, they just tell Faust to go get one. He dig one up. Yeah, don't worry about anything, we've got it. That's a dead person you're trying to <laughs> make. A dead person is giving me iced tea, sir. <laughs> it just seems a little bit, a little bit off, just a tiny bit off. Off. <laughs> We're watching a show about people manipulating spirits of dead people. Okay, but like a dead person bringing you your loofah and iced tea, it just doesn't work. I'm pretty sure it happens in this show's universe. Oh no. I can't handle this anymore. I mean, you literally say, what was it? What was this line here that I didn't bring attention to because I saw it and I was like, wow. This is how little he thinks of me. Where is it? Uh, here it is. Uh, lukewarm. Good God. What is Jeremy making me watch? This, this in the notes. What the heck, Chuck? The Iceman literally called the Joe's friend. The Iceman called it lukewarm. And it did make me wonder what you're putting me through, Jeremy. I don't know some of the stuff. I mean, I've never seen these characters before in my life. So I... I extremely <laughs> subtle puns that are just integrated throughout this. And that's why your performance was... <laughs> We're ice people. We make jokes. I mean, hey, it's a show. I mean, that's all I can, that's all I can give you. That's, that's the only answer I can give you. Mm-hmm. But with that oversaw that he performs, we're seeing that. It, so I'm starting to wonder like, how many other power ups have actually happened in this. So, like, even for instance, Ryu. They also bring <laughs> up the fact that, like, uh, Faust, Ryu, and Yo are all using human spirits, but Yo brings that Minamaro has ascended. And from, what I, from the way I took it, it sounds like because Minamaro has been around for like 600 plus years, he just he's just a higher spirit already. And it just, it just took Yo being able to uh, harness all that powers to, to be able to put it to good use. So that was kind of cool. Was like they bring up that you know he's a higher spirit. Like what does that mean? Um, like maybe he starts like maybe that's why Yo chose him in the first place. Yo recognized that you know Minamaro had potential. That maybe he didn't know he had, but it was kind of cool. He also brings up the fact that his, his Harasame he's broken it twice by this point. <laughs> that was comical. No one asked him for it. He just said, I broke this sword twice by this point. 
I'm just kind of curiously, like, I guess when we get into hypotheticals now, now we're talking about the episode, um, I want to, like, if he actually used that giant sword, is it, is it just, like, does he have to, like, wave it to, to give off, of, like, a, 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 like, a blast of energy or whatever, or is it just, like, a, he can swing it around flawlessly because it feels like a it feels like a, a, a regular long sword, but it doesn't look that way. I mean, it, he's basically magically making the sword bigger, right? But he's using the stone sword as a medium and combining his regular sword along with a Mitamaro in it. I don't, I don't know how he's actual, doing it. I don't think it's actual size. It's based on any kind of reality. Is basically what I'm thinking. It's an anime. I don't know if there's really any. I mean, I don't think it's possible to have a sword that big in real life. I mean, maybe you could. I mean, based on what I, based on my understanding, apparently that's a god sword or something like that that he's using. So that's why it's as big as it is. That's what she said. Uh, moving on. <laughs> it's not the size of the sword, Jeremy. It's how you use it. Well, I guess you would know because you have a kid. He's got very low. Well. He's got very poor, like, lasting power with this. Like, he can't keep that sword out for very long before he gets tired. Oh, dear. What does that say alone? Do you know what I mean? So many innuendos can be made from that just one statement. Um, I don't got much more to say. Uh, we will come back next week for two more episodes of Shaman King. <laughs> I don't think that was him trying to end the uh, the podcast like he normally does, but I'm just gonna let that be the ending. I don't think we could, I could come back from that. Um, yeah, things got real awkward real quickly. <laughs> uh, so I will end it here. See you guys next I time. Think performance was lukewarm. Oh, great! Yeah, there it goes. We're ending that podcast now. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>